As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. What's up, Michael? Hey. <laughs> there it was. It's like, please tell me we're not having difficulties already. No, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to slow roll you like that. Uh, after today's Baylor game, I, I guess I'm not really happy to report, but I will just report that my trip to Raider Red Meats remains the highlight of my day so far. <laughs> I've got a, I've got plans to take the boys to main event as soon as we're done here. So we're gonna go play some arcade games. Yeah, you are. You're gonna bankrupt that that place. You're gonna get all the Tootsie Rolls they they have. Something. Hopefully, I don't all know. The Sour Patch Kids. We'll see what kind of games uh, the boys will be into uh, because they probably aren't super interested in the tickets or games that will give tickets. Anyways, today, right now, we're talking about a Texas Tech Baylor game. Uh, yeah. You got blown out. Absolutely, absolutely buckled in Waco. Buckled. They got buckled. It's a good way of putting it because it was a 38 34 at half. Yeah. I mean, Harmon was Harmon was having a good game. He was Tech's only hope, which was not really a good sign heading into no. the second half. Uh, got a little bit in foul trouble. His production went down a little bit, or at least his percentage. And then when the only guy who's making baskets starts to struggle a little bit, everything else just gets worse and worse. I mean, the, the only consolation is, you know, Tech held George to his season average this this game. That's good, as opposed to letting him score 10 over. Yeah, just his season average. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly his season average. Yeah, it. for a large part of the game, I was actually like, I was happy with how it was going, even though you were down uh, when I was thinking like, you're, you're playing pretty well like Baylor was hitting just some ridiculous shots and you're like well that's kind of what they do um you were missing ridiculous shots but then you were you were like you weren't relying on those either you were at least trying to get the ball down low um and then that stopped <laughs> Baylor kept hitting ridiculous yeah. shots uh the ridiculous shots got easier uh they got more and more open um, they stretched a four-point lead to 30. And uh, that was that. Yeah, <laughs> it's 
Texas, it's Texas offense could never get going. They had one six and zero run, and I think that was really early on in the game. So that never is a good sign if if your offense is not getting going. But this is just kind of the same recipe that we've seen all season. Abysmal from three, twenty five percent. They were chucking them up. I know that um, way too many turnovers. Thirteen turnovers. Offense could not generate anything consistently. And then couldn't stop Baylor. You know, Baylor shot 54% from the field, 42% from three. Um, you know, the only thing that they did worse than Tech was was free throws, and that didn't really matter in this game. Yes. Starting off in the second half, uh, it was a four-point game. Um, Harmon scores a quick bucket. Like, it actually gets down to two points. Like, it was 14 seconds in. You're like, okay, it's a two-point game. Here we go. Uh, and then from there, the margin was home four, home two, home four, five, eight, six, eight, 10, 11, 14, 16, 14, 16, 19, 22, 25. Like there was four buckets in a row where they went from up 16 to up 25. And you're just like, well, shit. <laughs> the, the, those four buckets for Baylor came in a minute 30. Yeah. 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 And like, even like... It, before that that run even started, you're like, well, it's 14 points. Like, I, I, that's a lot, but like, we can keep it in here, or we can try to. Um, and then a minute and a half later, you're down by 25. You're like, well, shit. Yeah, outscored 51 to 28 in the second half. Yeah, good 23 points. That number keeps coming up. Not only is it uh, an our, yeah. our our podcast name, but uh, the uh, the name, sorry, the. Margin of year of our Lord. Yeah, that too. Um, All good things. Texas Tech has not won a Big 12 road game since February 19th of last year in Austin. How's that feel, Longhorns? And Um, their only their only road win was in Baton Rouge this year. So still, I think they're one of six, one for six on the road. It's good times. I mean, so the the first half was like th- there were some uh, what's going to say minor, um, smaller, more contained runs for both teams. Um, Baylor started off with a three, um, and then and then you 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 end up tying it. Then they hit a three, and then you you get it by three. Um, then you were up by as many as five. Yeah. With 9.51 left, you're up by five. Uh, and then Baylor went on a run to get up by two. Then you retook the lead by two. Um, anyways, just it was a lot a lot more back and forth in the first half. Where I And that's probably where I was thinking, like, we're, we're, we're not doing that bad. We're, we're in this game. Uh, in the second half, it was just like a slow bleed until the, the dam broke. Um, I mean... Like I I I want to find like things to to complain about, but like there were just so many different things. Like there were times in the second half when Baylor was getting open for threes, they were running the same little high ball screen at the top of the key that you were. Their shooter was just open after that screen, and yours weren't. They were able to cover that better than you were defensively. Um, 
and yes, hello. Um, their their shooters were were able to to get off those, those shots a lot faster than than it seemed like you were, um, in smaller spaces, and they they hit a lot of those. So yeah, and just an interesting, you know, an interesting way the game worked today. Bacho didn't get the start, uh, didn't get a ton of minutes either, but seemed to be more effective while he was in there. But they didn't keep him in there as much. Had a couple of assists. Washington dished it five times, which is great. I'd say I think his play is a highlight. Um, of course, Harmon's play truly is a highlight. It's just kind of it's going to get lost in the, you know, the beatdown that Tech took in the second half, unfortunately. But you can't have your leading scorer only get three shots. O'Banner was one of three. Um, he, he drained four free throws, though, so he had six points. Three fouls, one rebound, one assist. The guy just wasn't getting the ball. Um, and that's kind of the the good and bad thing about the Harmon offense. It's going to be all Harmon all the time, which a lot of times I'm okay with because when it's working, it's usually the only thing that's working. Um, but to see O'Banner, who's Tech's leading scorer, not get more than three shots and just get very few touches unless he – you know, forced to turn over or got a rebound or fouled a guy. I mean, I don't, I don't see that being a good, um, a good path to success. Tyson played great, you know, 50% from the field. I mean, from three, eight of 14, 19 points, 10 rebounds. I mean, just a nice little hidden double, double there for, for Jalen Tyson on the road. So really big game from him, but just, just not enough from the rest of the pieces. I don't even know if – I mean, Baylor's defense, of course, was effective, but it's it's getting harder to tell at this point if Tech's facing good defenses or if they're just bad offensively. That's a combination of both, right? It has to be. Uh, when, when you finish yeah. the game shooting 44% from the field, like you don't feel like that's bad, but you put up 62 points. Uh, to your point, O'Banner, I think four – yeah, four of his six points came from the line. Um, you know, he had those two free throws right before half, and then he didn't. His fifth and six points came with like eight minutes to go in the game. There was yep. twelve minutes of game time where he was just absent, or at least on 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 the, on the scoring. Um, yeah, and I'm not saying I'm not faulting him on any of this. This is just an observation and a critique, really. I mean, if if he's going to be your leading scorer, and he continues to be and I think he has been prior to Big 12 play and he has been during Big 12 play get the get the guy the ball yeah um and he's usually really reliable from the line so even if he can just get fouled and get to the line that's that's a good that's a good a good a strategy as any yeah I I would love to see this team uh rely on 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 Tyson a whole lot more like you mentioned his double double 19 points I don't remember seeing that. I, I was watching the rebound numbers going up. He finished with ten of those in thirty-six minutes, so he played a ton, most on the on the team today. Um, he's shown sparks uh, on both offensive and defense. I think the the majority of the sparks we see, or at least that I'm, I'm noticing, are on defense. Right when he gets 
you know, a turnover or something, um, or he forces a turnover. Um, but then he had nine defensive rebounds today. Um, so I, I, I would love to see that, that continue to develop. I, I have a love hate relationship with, with Harmon. <laughs> like, like it, it appears to be that that's, that's been the, 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 the goal or at least the, the objective lately is, is to let him have the ball. Um, because he's sometimes really good at getting the, to, to the basket and a lot of those shots are going in, but it seems like when he doesn't, that whole possession was just like, well, we watched him dribble for 20 seconds uh, and the opposing team was able to cover him enough that he didn't feel like he could drive. And then he dishes it out and everybody's standing around like, Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Or, Oh, we've got three seconds left. I guess I'm going to throw up a shot here. Um, and then his, his, his three pointers, I, I, he hit one. I think one of them hit the rim and two of them airballed badly. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of yell at my TV every time he, he takes a three. Like, what are you doing? Why, why are we doing this? Yeah. Then, of course, that rainbow one just <laughs> splashed. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I look like a doofus. Well, just, I just always do. Just get some more arc on it. Uh, speaking of arc on shots, just really quickly, I know especially early on, Keontae George's shot like was so flat. I remember the, the first few times he threw one, I was like, there's no way it's going in. And it was like, net. I was like, all right, what do I know? It just, <laughs> from the broadcast angle, it's just like a really low, uh, low angle shot. Um, man, I, I just, there's just so many different things like, you, you look across the the, the the guys that score today. You had f- three guys play that didn't score. Um, Demarion Williams played 20 minutes and scored zero points. Um, I, I just... <laughs> he only took two shots in 20 minutes. I I feel like you probably need more from, from, from some of these guards. Uh... I've I've been enjoying seeing Kerwin Walton in the starting lineup. I know that's a lot because of Isaacs has been out, um, and you need somebody else there. Um, I just I, I I had high hopes for him early in the season. He played 23 minutes and got six six points. Um, your offense today was Jalen Tyson, Davion Harmon, and a combined uh, what is that 13, 19, 23 points from everybody else. Here's a 23 again. Um, it keeps popping up. It is. It's the way of life. I think I think the only things I'd really have to add on that is just what's what's disheartening about this game is you could almost see it coming if you go back and do some revisionist thoughts on it, which, you know, Baylor started out, what was it, 0-3 in the Big 12, then they rattled off, I think, five wins in a row. Lost a really close one to Texas right before Texas Tech came to town. So I, you, you kind of felt like, in retrospect, okay, well, this team st- struggled early in the conference, but obviously, you know, bounced back. And after losing that close one, they're they're going to be ready and they're going to be, you know, looking to to get back on the run they were having. It's exactly what happened today. And then the the other thing that 
is really depressing is, you know, when you lose by 27 on the road and you get blown out 51-28 in the second half, you can't go back and say, man, if only we had Dawes and, and Isaacs. I think that would have been the difference. But I don't think so. I mean, I think at full strength, this Texas Tech squad would have lost today. Yeah, probably. Um, and it's 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 hard to, to to go back and look at some of these like the projections and predictions, whatever, because uh, it was spot on on Monday where you were a two and a half point favorite over Iowa State. You end up winning that game by three, um, and you were a seven and a half, eight and a half point dog in this game. You're like, well, that's you're on the road against a top fifteen, top ten type team, um, wherever they were. I think they're. 11th in the rankings and like 14th and net or something. I don't know. Doesn't really matter. Um, so like losing is not like what's, what's frustrating about the, the game today. You kind of were expecting that or like you knew you were, were going to be an uphill battle uh, with again on the road against type of team without Isaacs, without AMAC um, with the inconsistency we've seen on offense. Still, still trying to figure out who's, available to do anything for you. Um, but to be down by 30, you know, with a minute to go, you lose by 27. It's like, that's just, that's not, that's not what you want to see. Um, so, I mean, as much as it felt good to win on Monday, it's just like, man, you get that door slammed right back in your face. Like that's, that's awful. Yeah. Get brought right back down to reality. If, if you want to end on a high note, I can talk about, what I got at Red Raider Meats before we go. I would love to hear that, Michael, actually. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is this is a palate cleanser in the best use of the term. So went to Raider Red Meats today. They're only open from 10 to 3, I think, on Saturdays. So you, you got to get there. And they're only open until 5.30 on the weekday. So you got to get there. Apologies if I've been out of breath because I did a... You had to work out him before this. <laughs> I worked out on the treadmill before this, and man, I am out of shape. So anyway, um, here's what I got quickly. I got two tri-tips because I'm going to do one of go. them on Super Bowl for sure. And they're like five-something a pound, and they're only you know, a little over two pounds each. So each of those was 12 bucks. It's 12 bucks a piece. So awesome. And then got a couple of grass-fed sirloins Okay, that, that I'm going to – you know, just sometime because it's frozen. But the thing I'm, well, I got, and I got some spicy beef sticks because, of course, <laughs> you have to while you're there. But then the thing I'm most, maybe not most excited about, but I didn't know they had, they had, they have pork and beef summer sausage, and this one has pepper jack cheese in it. Oh. And it's it's thawing as we speak, so hopefully. Like, I, I, I'll I have a, rep- try this today. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have a report before we record Tuesday night, so stay tuned for that. If anything, yeah, if to anything. see if, yeah, to see if um, if the pepper jack, pork and beef summer sausage at Red Raider meets Raider Red meets Raider Red lives up to the hype. No free ads, although that was an entirely free ad. Um, yeah, I, you have to tell me about about the tri tip. I know that was something that Stephen brought up in the the show on Monday. Um. I've never had it, um, so interested to hear about it. I'm I have a hard time going in there and not like buying just a giant ribeye. Yeah, I know. So expensive though. 
I kind of talked myself out of it because the, my wife hasn't been into him lately. So it's kind of, it's, it's not as fun to cook like myself a gigantic ribeye and then cook her a sirloin or something. It's like, oh, I just like to cook the same things. Yeah. Here you go. But I don't know. I'm, I may have to do it again sometime. They had some really, the T-bones looked really good. And I do kind of wish I'd have gotten a T-bone. I'm not typically a T-bone guy, but they had a good crop of them in there today. Let me tell you. Well, yeah, they, they, they've historically had some really good sausage. So I'm excited to hear about that. So anyways, I think that'll do it for us today. The 23 Personal Podcast. The Instant Reaction Text Tech getting their asses handed to them. 6289. Um can't even tell you what the schedule is. It's a game coming up. Probably going to lose it. That's what it is, I guess. For Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.